0: I just want to reveal that this entire time that we've been together for eight years, uh, I've been a host uh, sent here um, by my other Android companions to take over the world. You're a host? I am too. Oh my God, really? Twinsies! I did not even guess. I mean, I should have probably figured it out when you were bleeding, like, clear goo into the pillow I can't every night. Pass,
1: I can't pass with the, uh, the those uh, things behind the ears oh. and the DNA scan. I oh, can't I'm do like it. I'm like generation
0: one. Oh, oh you're, that's, that's why we have to reboot you every once in a while. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I'm brand new because I remade myself so many times. But because I don't know what I'm doing, because I keep erasing my memory, I'm very glitchy. That's why I bruise easily and tend to, like, not be able to open locked doors. I have a thing about doors and fence gates and stuff. So that's kind of part of my bad programming that I blame myself. I keep wiping my memory out. Obviously, we're talking about um, Season 2, Westworld, already causing a lot of controversy. I haven't heard such controversy since uh, Robot Season 2 when everybody was all, you know. It's
1: the Season 2, what do they call that? Like the...
0: I don't know if they have a phrase for it. It's
1: like sophomore slump.
0: It's the season. Yeah. The season two fallout that seems to be happening. What I don't. Okay. I will be honest. So last night and I did, I did have a few glasses of wine and I I can't, I cannot watch something that I need to do a show about or write about while I'm drinking. I just, it depends on the day. It depends on how emotional I am. It depends on a lot of stuff because I'm kind of going through some times right now with my, my hormones. So, Last night, my first reaction was, fuck the show, fuck them in the ass, fuck them. And then I shocked myself by waking up in the morning and going, bitch, like you are a huge season two defender. I swear to God, it's not World War II outside with all these fucking planes flying over. We just decided to open the window because it's hard in here. And then these fucking planes at Santa Monica Airport are like, it sounds like they're dive bombing each other out there. It's like Burt, what do they call them? Dog Dog fights. Anyway, that's what's going on, so I was like really shocked at myself that I had such feelings, and then I went back and i and I have to admit that I was confused like a lot of people were, so I went and i um I totally read a recap you know, and normally when we do our podcast, I try to have our own unsullied views because otherwise I would just direct you to go read. Someone's article and not even do a podcast on it at all, right? So I read, um, probably the best one that I read was from EW. And, um, I had to say that the person had a great sense of humor about it. They, they didn't take it so seriously. And they really informed me on like how I should. F- Kind of, like, see the twist and turns. Not, like, give me an opinion, but kind of like, oh, okay. Because I was confused, right? Then I also started chastising myself about, Jesus Christ, it's only a TV show. And, yeah, we do this for a living and it's really cool and all, but there's really no reason to get so bent out of fucking shape. So... Those, that was kind of my thought process. So last night I was like really hating on it. Cause again, factors that have nothing to do with the show. Got it this morning, started reading about it, read a lot of the hate, but um, there's a lot of hate for it. But then started reading like what they were doing with this season and went, Oh, that's kind of fucking cool. I kind of really appreciated what they were then doing with season two. And then I, Started indoctrinating you with my thought process. Yeah, I
1: guess I, I was, I was, I was kind of in a little bit of hate last night, and it was, it was mainly because you're not even going through any hormones. No, though. and I don't, I don't think I was, I was just drinking water. So, but it was like I was, so you just, weren't drunk and hormonal. You were just really not feeling it. Well, because I, I was like, well, the, the whole season I was kind of like, why does it have to be so damn confusing? Right. You know, and it's. And it's partially because, you know, it's like you have to wait the whole week, and then you got other shit going on, and then you just don't remember. I mean, like, like if, you, if, I was, if we sat down and watched the whole thing just from uh, episode one to episode ten, or is it ten, right? Yeah. And just went all the way through it, maybe we could, you know, glue a, a few things closer together. I don't know. But, I don't
0: know. In season two see, of Mr. Robot, we watched it week to week. We were managing to track what happened in every episode of season two and we fucking loved it.
1: Yeah. I mean, that that was the only reason. It was just like, I, are they trying to be clever just to be clever and be like, hey, look at my big brain. Um,
0: I think a lot of writers are always doing that. I think showrunners are, that's what they do. That's yeah. their jam. But then, you know, after. Look at the big brain on Jonah <laughs> Nolan and Lisa Joy.
1: <laughs> Someone's got to make that door a little look, bigger.
0: Look at me. I'm fantastic. I'm a showrunner. It just goes with the territory, though. But
1: then, like, after like what you said, you know, today, and then you started, you know, thinking about it a little bit more. Then I started thinking about it a little bit more. And then we started talking about it.
0: And then we rewatched the first then, episode of yeah. the season, and then the last episode. Um I think probably for me now where i 'm landing as we 're doing this podcast is I fucking loved what they were trying to do and yeah what they and did
1: now it's, now it 's a fun puzzle to try to put together, yeah. and because we 've got you know we, we've we 've been able to let it sit a little bit and and you know put some timeline issues together and try to fill in some of the the blanks, it makes it
0: a little bit more in- more fun and you know reddit was all over this like honestly those people were like we're already in there going it's two timelines uh easy to track if you look at yeah, it no we, we we knew
1: the two we knew there were multiple timelines going on i mean, i don't know that i did oh well i knew there were multiple timelines going on Oh, I well, just, you're smarter
0: than me i just
1: was like i couldn't I couldn't I couldn't put the timelines together.
0: I, I was distracted by the fact that we were so heavily teased into going into Shogun World and we got there and it was like going into a Benihana. We were literally there for an episode and it's like this is all the, the screen time we're gonna give Asians. Um and then we get like the Asian version of Armistice and we have this kind of story that headed off over a cliff And it mirrored, like, what was going on with Maeve. And I got what they were trying to do, but I was just kind of like, why did you waste our time doing that?
1: Yeah, it it was, yeah, the tease was like, it was, you know... It was it was like a side thing that was like oh and
0: none of those characters made it to the end no
1: and it didn't and so, really and then, matter then
0: they they buried deeply in the pack long about episode eight or nine they give us the story of Akasheta and you know a wonderful Zon McLarnon I would watch Zon read the phone book if you have never seen him in Fargo uh run, don't walk to see him in that. He's incredible in everything he's ever been in. I just love Zahn. I think he's an incredible actor and he and he gets typecast, obviously because of, you know, his heritage. And this time they used him in a way that I wish scripts did. Like they gave him they gave him a meaty fucking role and then there's all of this, you know, there's Emmy buzz around it. You know, and again, don't give a shit about the awards, but I love that that Zahn is getting some will deserved accolades because the brother can act
1: yeah and that was part of the part of the frustration is that you know they can they can do such an amazing episode like that and it wasn't you know trying to be clever or anything or timeline within that episode and then they have all this other confusing stuff and that was one of the things that made me upset was like you have this beautiful episode why can't you do 10 and it doesn't have to be like because they were dumbed down and easy but but ultimately
0: but ultimately they did do that
1: yeah, they did. That that was my initial why yeah. I was like I so you. mad about it. That's
0: why you were like, Well the shit. Yeah. And then you get to the end and you're like, Oh, okay, this entire time, you know, a Dolores was hiding out in Hale's body.
1: And I think it does deserve another watch through all the way through. It
0: really does, and and I think I'll discover more gems. And we're not a recap show, so I don't feel like I'm going to do that for just a podcast. Just want to get this out here and share thoughts. But I think we'll discover a whole lot of other well thought out gems, and see that the episode, that the season wasn't a mess, and see that there was careful tracks that were laid down. And I think like when we read stuff like. that Nolan, the night before he shot the scene with Stubbs, decides that he's going to make him a host. When we hear those kinds of things, or that they're pondering like who those those um, Brita water filters actually belong to, and I, I stole that from EW. Calling it a Brita water filter is hilarious. Um, <laughs> magic balls. You know, we don't know who those five or more belong to, and they're still playing with that. And People are getting pissed off, like, you don't know what the fuck you don't know. Well, let's just back all the way up to my point A. This is for escape. One. Two. There's a lot of crazy shit that's actually going on in the world as scary as fuck. So why are you getting bent? And three. It was not a mess. Um... I don't believe for a second it was a mess because as I go back through just in reviewing today, they did lay some carefully um, plotted things down there. And I'll tell you why I don't think it's a hot mess and maybe it deserves like another comb through by those who are throwing rocks and shit. HBO does not give money to hot messes. Okay, you can give me a couple arguments There was a show, I will not call its name, that came out this year or last year, I can't remember now, that I could not stick with, that had some beloved actors that I loved in it, and it made my eye mess up. Was it a bad show? I don't think it was a bad show at all. It just wasn't for me. But they don't have a habit, these days, competing with Netflix and all of them in the streets of just flopping dookie out there
1: well there's there's some flopping dookie on netflix too so I mean.
0: there is but i'm saying like hba doesn't have that kind of yeah. it doesn't have that kind of dough to throw around
1: no oh, that's S- true yeah
0: S- do you see my point yeah so i don't feel like it's just fair to sit down across your arms and not having done the work yourself and just going well i don't understand it so fuck you that's how I was last night, and then today I went whoa 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 whoa. Yeah, and that, yeah, calm down, bitch. Exactly. Go and like look at it again, and then I saw oh, there's all these kinds of little things that I'm sure I'll keep discovering as we go along. Are they human? Are human beings making a TV show? Yes. Are human beings bound to fuck up and make some mistakes that everybody in the writers' room misses? Yes. Was it a complete like fucking dog shit? fest it was not no. you know and and yeah
1: and everyone can point out in some my of opinion if you feel that way, that's fine some of the things that i mean the, you know like like just one, one, one instance when when uh when uh ford is talking to bernard up there in the the nest
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know and and um hale had just killed elsie elsie and he says oh
0: shout out to elsie it's poor 40 on the ground for elsie
1: yeah she was okay. one of my favorite characters. Me
0: too. We all you love. Know? We all love a Shannon. She like
1: disappears in what season one, and then you
0: can't just not love Shannon. Come, come back, like. so, yeah, yeah, I know. Like she got yeah. fake killed, and then, they glend her, man. They fucking glend her. They faked yeah. her out, and then they really killed her. <laughs> Dang but then yo. you know too when, soon, when Ford soon.
1: says, you know, you're to to uh, to Bernard, you're the only one left. And whatever timeline you're looking at, it's like, well, he really isn't the only one left because you have Stubbs over there running around inside the park. And you call that out, yeah. So, I mean, there's little things like that that'll make people upset. But like you said, it's like, you know, don't just shit on it. Go back and then think about it and then see if you can work your way through it. I
0: think I'm going to defend Nolan's decision to make Stubbs a host for a second. And it may not be that he, in his forebrain, was thinking about Stubbs a host, but If you go on Reddit and if we start looking back at season one, there are things that Stubbs does and says that totally make him host friendly. There's so many little things. There's about four or five major things that he does uh, through the narrative that tells me that it was perfect to make him a host. And maybe Nolan just in his forebrain, you know, it it wasn't there, but it was in his subconscious. Maybe his host brain took over. And made him write the episode the way it was supposed to be written, over his human brain. Uh, Because we know that human brains are flawed compared to the show. We're only like a little bit over 10,000 lines of code, while the hosts are just like very elaborate. We're just passengers. We are just passengers. And again, there was this line in EW, this article about like, you know, he keeps, you know, the showrunners keep calling us like simple-minded, but they're expecting us human beings to understand their (laughs) season two plot. Very well played, EW. Yeah. Very well played.
1: Because, I mean, um, we felt that. We honestly felt that. We won't deny it. It was like, That's how i was so night. confused. And then even yeah. today, rewatching, I was like, okay, I think I, oh, wait, oh, I yeah. just lost it. There
0: was a couple of times, and I think I'm still not fully out of the woods yet. I think they're still like, what happened? And then what happened? And then, because I think the biggest confusion for me, watching it the second time around, is I thought that... Dolores was already Hale when she was ordering Clementine zombie to murderize everybody. But now that I look back at it, when she was with Elsie, that she—that was all Hale going, this is just the most uh, disgusting, brutal, shitty way to kill the host. And I'm going to do it. It's not even efficient, really. It's just mean. And But she can do it all in one location and kind of watch and lick her lips because she doesn't give a shit about the host. Although, it kind of points out that there's... There is a problem with the Hale character. The amazing Tessa Thompson can do so much with material. And I think they gave her kind of a half-realized, well, not fully-realized character because she was doing so much mustache twirling that I was like rolling my eyes. These are the kind of things that I had a problem with season two is that Tessa comes on as a little bit too much black and white when I don't think that that character... Could be that way at all. She could be there for noble purposes, but just making her like a corporate climber, um, I just think that was a little bit too easy. Those are the kind of decisions I'm not down with. Give me multiple timelines. Fine with it. You know, make me guess whether everybody's a host or not. Fine with it. You know, fuck with our heads about when did Bernard, you know, what did Bernard know and when did he know it? You know, nixing the shit out of that stuff. But where I feel like the, the, the show did a disservice is stuff like that. Like the Asian story the Jap- Japanese storyline was like bloop fuck you. And then you had this wonderful opportunity with Hale because I thought Teresa was layered.
1: Yeah. Teresa that, I had, was just thinking yeah. about Teresa, yeah. So when
0: you come on the heels of Teresa who's just I found her infinitely fascinating. I I felt like Hale wasn't they just they threw her out there. Maybe that other actress had a commitment, couldn't be on the show going forward, or they had that like she fulfilled a plot line. But but I ever I never felt that Hale stepped up to the bat and just playing her off in 2018 as a corporate climber. He'll do anything to advance to make you know to make the grade. It just seems like bullshit, you know. Same thing with with the character of Sizemore, the story guy who gives all these stories. I feel like there could have been an opportunity there with that character all along of what's fueling these stories. I mean, they played him off as this vacuous guy that doesn't have a life, so all the stories are wrote, which I liked that in season one. But in season two, when he does give his life, somebody said, again, in the EW article, he plays the game for real for the first and the last time and sacrifices himself. This sacrifice comes out of nowhere and literally buys us no time, so it just seemed like... Yeah. He was suicidal, and that guy with that personality, I didn't buy that at all. Um, But that being said, I love Jeffrey Wright as Bernard. I love Dandy Newton as Maeve. I love Evan Rachel Wood as Dolores slash Wyatt slash this new role she's playing. James Marsden loved him as Teddy. Teddy went, I ain't even playing with you, girl, and blew his own brains out. So is that
1: a is that a wrap on him? I feel now?
0: like it is. Okay, so you and I were talking about this. Here's the big question, one of the many. dun dun dum dum Is that okay? We see. Dolores inhales body, put Teddy's ball up there for the download so he can go to virtual heaven. He can go to Dropbox, right? To put him on the Dropbox. He's living in Dropbox. The the file transfer. Akashita and his wife, and they're all hanging out. They're going to end up, like I was joking, they're going to end up in like a Foursquare app or something. Um, They'll never find them there. Yeah. No one ever uses that app anymore, do they? I apologize to Foursquare if people are still using it. Uh, Get on you. Please go to the Red Hen. Uh, so here's the thing. So, so we see Dolores walk away from his ball. And we are led to believe that she's downloaded him up into the Dropbox of heaven.
1: Because she says some of us are the best are of us are left behind. Her narrative, her
0: monologue tells us the worst survived. We cut to the man in black. Some yeah. of the best of us, you know, were left behind in the Dropbox. So I'm thinking that's a wrap on James Marsden. Right, we had a theory up until we rewatched it that we thought that Teddy was uh, being John Malkoviching in Tessa Thompson's body. That that she is in Hale's body. He is in Hale's body now.
1: So Hale recreated. That's what we thought. Recreated. Uh, uh, um. Dolores, Dolores, Dolores Dolores's a, okay. body, and then transferred file transferred over back to her old body, and then uploaded somebody else, uh, Teddy, Teddy into Hale's body.
0: Right. So, do we know that they don't cut back in like the opener of season three, and we go, "Oh, my bad, I was going to put him in the cloud," but I, and that he plops out. We just see him there, and then he just disappears from the field. Because
1: otherwise, you'd have you'd have two, you have Delo- you know Dolores squared in two different bodies. You could. You know,
0: I mean, is she capable of that at one point? Wyatt and Dolores were occupying the same code. You know, can you can you make another Brita ball? If you can make a body, you can make another Brita ball.
1: Yeah, but doesn't that seem a little bit I don't know. Why would you why would you have the, the show doesn't the same, know yet? The show doesn't same know the code yet. in uh, the same character in two different bodies.
0: Well, it's certainly they do it on Freaky Friday all the time. You have not been watching TV since, like, the 80s. Um, I mean, I think it's going to be—what in- I like about this idea is there's an opportunity— And there's, what, there's
1: five balls, and we know one of them is At least. Bernard. We
0: don't know how deep her purse goes. She got a big bag. No, she we could just have, opened it. We just saw she the five. Could, well, she could have 20 in there. Probably not, though. Just, probably just five. So, But going back to that theory of, you know, we don't know who it is, they don't know who it is— who would I roll with?
1: I got too many balls. I
0: feel like the show is telling us that it's not James Bar- Marsden right now. That it's not Teddy right now. I don't put it past them before she pulls a lever and floods the basement. That she doesn't snatch that ball up out of there and goes, I gotta take Teddy with me. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. But what I love about this idea is now these actors get to play these personas in different skin. That's but really it's, cool. It's like, because, well- you know, I did see the performance. I saw... As I went back and I'm watching Tessa playing Evans' Dolores, and it was really good. Yeah, it was. I thought she did a good job. It was the first time I saw life in the Hale character because she was embodying Dolores was literally inhabiting her. And so they gave, you could see it. You could see the actor getting a chance to show up and do an amazing job when the role got better. So that should tell them something about their own. If they're quarterbacking this tape at all before they like writer's room this, and I'm sure shows do. I would look at that. Don't underuse Tessa Thompson. Also, I got a big gripe. Worst, Uh, abuse of Gustav Skarsgård I've seen in a long time. Brother does not get any love on this soil. He is amazing. He is the hardest working Skarsgård of the 20,000 Skarsgårds that are alive. They all can't be beautiful, Alex, and they all can't be moody, weird-eyed Bill, but Gustav rocks. So I was very uh, very displeased to see him used as a company jack-off who towered over everyone and barked about, you know, what do you know we need to save the product it was just kind of like come on guys don't like bring this juicy dul- just delicious scars guard over here and just have him like you know read the back of the cereal box yeah i know the pissed. cool
1: thing is like i didn't see any floki at all
0: there was no floki because yeah. the dude can act like the dude has got some he's got some chops we just don't get a chance to see it here so i mean and i'm waiting i just i think gustav needs to breakout in the united states maybe he's on the last season of game of thrones i hope he is Mm. something like that give him a spinoff put him in the spinoff game of thrones show and let him just go i think he'd be a great viking king just let him be the king i think he would just be he would slay all day why does he got to be a viking though i don't know whatever he's blonde he's tall he's nordic he's from sweden so let him do it um I had other points I was gonna talk about. Like obviously I don't know if Tandy Newton's coming back, uh if Walter's well, th- coming I think back in Armistice. Is because... Well we lingered on the face a lot. Yeah. And I don't think Westworld would be the same without Maeve.
1: And it has the two the two the two, um, the two guys uh, who were mm-hmm. the the tech guys and they've got a you know salvage
0: Um the Sylvester hosts. and Felix. Yeah. So literally Sylvester and Felix um (laughs) and they went and they
1: they went on the whole adventure with them yeah and yeah make
0: more of that i felt like at the 11th hour like they they gave some a little bit of some screen time to obviously the also Rans, but i would love to see something happening with felix and sylvester i'd love to see something happen with these characters but again there's only so much screen kind and i think what they felt they were doing in season two is they have to cull down their cast um you want to introduce new characters, you want to keep it kind of on the thin side, and, and it did kind of balloon up there. Um, obviously, we all love Angela Serifian, and I'd love to see Clementine again, but I feel like the way they treated her character as being like zombie Clementine, that she's, she got blowed up and she done. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, now they're going to—I mean, the park is no more.
0: Well, you know, there's three other worlds uh, that we didn't get to see in Westworld. And I think there are still souls, you know, obviously virtually running around in Westworld. So what does that mean? Did, now this is, this is the question to, uh, that I'm really asking of Teddy's ball, his one ball, is did Dolores as Hale leave the ball behind and give it an opportunity to realize where he was? She left the virtual world safe in his hands Right, to then hide it from the outside world. I'm going to put it where no one can find it.
1: Yeah, Dolores put it there.
0: Right, Dolores put it there, but did she entrust it with Teddy? And now is Teddy going to be entrusted with this Eden world and then find a way to come back in physical form in one or more of the parks that are still left behind?
1: No, because there's no more the link. The link between the two worlds has been severed. No, she said it. Yeah, maybe. She said it that there was when she was talking to Bernard.
0: Yeah, but the show also did this one cheap trick is where this entire time that we thought Bernard was talking to Dolores and her Uh, sweetwater rancher's daughter dress she was in a black dress the entire time and he was butt ass naked when they were having these conversations which i think is very awkward guys just it's very strange but i'm just saying like they pull these visual kind of hijinks on us would they not do that in season three
1: go against what they what they actually said was
0: they may go against their own lore i wouldn't encourage them to do so after people like are so divided over the season two But I went from the whole mood swing, did a 180 from last night until today, and I think a lot of other people may be doing that same thing, too. No. Yeah?
1: I think so, too. I mean, if you give it, I mean, you know, watch it again and try to figure out the puzzle.
0: Yeah, maybe so. Let's talk about the man in black. Um, Yeah, I
1: I don't understand.
0: I really, here's my question. Did we ever really, was it just over my head? Was it just right there in front of me? What again is his fucking deal?
1: I don't know. Is he trying to commit
0: suicide? Is he trying to undo the park? Because that was Dolores' bag. She wanted to kill all the hosts and then she wants to go out into the mainland and kill all the peoples. And she brought her her nemesis with her. She actually brings Bernard along for this purpose, which I don't still even understand that. I'm gonna bring my own Joker with me to my Batman because we will endure. Well, no, you just cut down your chances of like not getting away with it by bringing somebody from your world who's also a machine that can outthink you and knows your brain very well. I, I don't understand that move. You see,
1: the, these are the things that make people frustrated, right. infuriate people. Why would
0: you bring your own, you know, nemesis with you? I mean, I, I kind of love the concept because it's that seems a little reckless and kind of crazy, but then I've also lost my train of thought. Oh, man in black. What is your deal again? You, like, actually, your cornerstone now has become that you murdered your daughter, for realsies. She's laying over there in the pile of real people. She's not laying over there in the pile of hosts. Because the real people got, you know, uh, respectfully laid out side by side. The hosts are just thrown in a pile like cordwood, because they don't matter. So, I feel like, you know, she did really die. He's a real person. He survived. And now... Maybe Dolores, in an act of go fuck yourself, is having him go for this, you know, infinite fidelity test in the old Delos fidelity testing room. Or it's probably Ford, the ghost in the machine that's making the man in black, William, live through this again and again and again.
1: But you, to, to me, it doesn't make any sense because the real person got out. So right. if you're making if you're making the a copy of the person,
0: so so here's my go question.
1: through this you know eternal right. uh, you know purgatory thing.
0: It's like whatever. So here's what I would be doing if I'm Dolores and I feel like this is Dolores's hand. Frankly,
1: Do you get the copy out and you make the actual real person.
0: I think there's something to that. I think they're going to use. It's not just. But they're they're,
1: they're going to get old and they're going to die. They're not, you know, like well
0: that's like, why time is important, right? how much older is ed harris going to get in real time are they on like a limited amount of time they've done it eleven thousand times right how long does it take to do this fertility test are they doing it they're doing it five times a day 100 times a day a thousand times a day so the question but then becomes is why are we doing this with the men in black i don't think it's just to fuck with him. i don't think yeah, that, that he's down any sense. in this room and she says this is not a simulation i think he's been woken up or recreated or replicated for a singular purpose and they're trying to get him online and he's about to test he's about to pass his final test, which is the fidelity test. That they've been trying to get him up and running eleven thousand two hundred and ninety seven times and he's about to pass his final exam.
1: So it's a timeline thing that this could be
0: This is in the future for sure. Because the place the resistance. is all crapped out. I mean, it's, sure. like,
1: it's like jacked.
0: Sure. So I feel like he's being used not to necessarily pass as William in the real world. I think he's being used for another purpose that maybe the show doesn't even know yet. But I feel like it's a singular purpose. And he's been wandering around this park as they're like getting him ready, staging him for something. And I feel like that's what's coming. Yeah. Just just a feeling. I could be wrong about that. We'll
1: do something with them.
0: Right. Um, I don't know. And I guess we, we might be saying goodbye to Anthony Hopkins. I don't know that that's true. He is the ghost in the machine. And when you've put your... But
1: they're no longer in the machine.
0: Right. So what happens when you go outside? Is he living somewhere in Dolores' ghost code? I feel like he goes where, wherever the the globes go well the bernard, pearl, bernard, the, the show calls them him. pearls they're not brita filters they're called pearls pearls so i feel like maybe he did delete him and and, and bernard says but he
1: conjures him up in his imagination so right. i guess could it can, be ghost
0: code in bernard's brain
1: you can bring it back on like a day rate
0: you could <laughs> anthony hopkins is like i'm tired the show is long I will pop in for a cool two million every now and again. Yeah, so.
1: just one scene to do, and then that's it. I can do half day.
0: Thank you for the tea. Ta ta. Um, yeah, he can do that. You know, he's won his Oscar a long time ago. Yeah i i don't I don't think that they shat the bed in season two. I don't believe no, They, they did.
1: didn't. Mm-mm. They didn't at all.
0: And I feel like if we sat down and we watched the show from top to bottom we'd be like oh oh because i know from watching the series two premiere to the last one i was like oh they're totally bookending each other and there was some cool shit like they the way they visually represented all the 30 million people who had come to the park um was in a book form in a library form that the system via the logan system replicated i loved the shout out to um delos's fuck up with his son that the system i think i feel like ford did that in like this poetic kind of justice way he made logan the system face i feel like that's a very ford thing to do
1: and then it ends the way it begins
0: it ends the way it begins and
1: then in that you know in that when when um the man in black is talking to the little kid. Right. This game's for you. It starts where you, where you end or something like that.
0: Right. So So it could be that this whole thing is really just about the man in black and William and that the whole game is going to follow us out to the mainland. And that maybe this whole thing ends up with William versus William, maybe William versus William in a real life chess game that his host comes to the mainland to play in the mainland world. Where this man thought he was going to find whatever in the worst World and didn't find it. But then the thing that he left behind, the imprint that he left behind, comes to find him. I feel like it's going to be something like that. Um,
1: Who knows?
0: You're not just going to like put Ed Harris on a side story. He has a huge part to play in this. So I feel like it's some kind of person-to-person chess game. The man went to find something and, and it came to find him now. Because of what young Ford says, the boy Ford, exactly what he says, you know, this game is for you. Yeah. Um, and it's like, this is my game. And you thought you were like some big fucking deal and you thought that you, your money and your power and your hubris could own my world. I'm fucking brilliant, motherfucker. Well, Ford told him that. And I know you better than you know yourself, dude.
1: Remember that scene in the bar? He was like, you know, they had that conversation. He walked off and Ford was like, well, there's still one game yet to play. Right.
0: And I think that's going to be the the battle royale. It'll probably happen in season three. I don't know if we'll get a season four, but I feel like season three, they're just going to. You know, I feel like this one should end with season three.
1: Do you think season three is going to be a? It's not going to be another timeline, timey wimey.
0: They the the quotes from showrunners coming out of uh, from Variety, New York Times, all the all the press, a Hollywood Reporter, is that they're going to actually tell the next phase in a very different way, not unlike what Ismail has been doing with Robot. You know, every season he has a chance to sort of switch up the way he's telling the story and he's playing with narrative form. I think they're absolutely going to do that on the show. And they've said as much, you know, Mm. we're not going to do we're not going to come back at you with alternate timelines. I think what actually fucked Ismail is that he thought that something was going to be like really low level, kind of not a big deal with the prison reveal in season two on robot actually undid him. He was like, I didn't think you got I thought you guys would figure it out. It wasn't meant to be a gotcha. It was more about filling in the character of Elliot and getting in more into his psyche.
1: I see. That's the thing is like I didn't, I, I didn't feel the way I feel with this one with season two of, of Robot. Because
0: do you have a crush on Rami
1: Malik? I don't have a crush on Rami Malik. Even though I have to go see all of his movies.
0: Okay, I have a crush on Rami Malik. <laughs> I have a crush on Rami Malik for one important reason. He's probably one of my favorite actors. Like maybe I'm gonna say maybe ever. I love him. ever. So I would say ever. Yeah. No, I really love him. I love what he does. Um, watch him just be like a completely cretinous asshole, dude. Do not be a cretinous asshole. I Don't be find a douche. You. I will find you and kick you in your balls. No. Um. No. I just love him. I do. And maybe that's what also kind of shades how I feel about stuff that he's in i've loved him since snafu come on but um i don't I, but no i don't think that's true i think that i, I if something is punking me out i'll still call bullshit on even somebody i love there's been a lot of oh, times oh yeah
1: no you definitely will
0: <clears throat> that i've watched stuff and i'm like oh not even you can save this you know with someone that i care about or man you shot the bed on that performance loved you mean it but here yeah blah 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 no so i i don't I don't know. I feel like this was a good, uh, a good series. It was share. a good series. I a it was. <gasps> I'm so choked up talking about Rami. Um, rom, 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 rom. Uh, so yeah, he's got. It's going to be his year.
1: Yeah, he's got two.
0: Papillon's coming out in August.
1: Yeah. next month. No, Bohemian two months.
0: Bohemian Rhapsody's coming out in November. I don't know that he'll get an Emmy nod for Robot. He should have. Season three was amazing. Uh, Dude threw himself all over the place and just did acrobatics. Um, Him and Slater were fucking amazing. But, you know, like we said, he gives a shit. I mean, I think we all know what people did this year. And I think we all know what this show did. We all know what Westworld uh, was. And I'm going to say, I'm with you guys. I went on the roller coaster ride of last night. Oh, my God. What the fuck? This is a hot mess. How did you get money from HBO? How dare you talk down to us? Did you not even try to this morning going, oh, my God. Check yourself before you wreck yourself, Lisa. Because this is a good show, so I going to stand behind it. Any other moments that, like, again, and anything that akashata
1: did—that—that that, what was the it? Ghost
0: Nation stuff? That, I mean, I could have watched like three yeah. episodes of those guys.
1: Yeah, and the way they they tied them into again, I would watch a spin That was like a really, of the
0: Ghost Nation. Uh, you
1: know, like. <laughs> Like they used, you know, that, that, like he was, he was the, the actual, the, the, what is it? The, um,
0: he was the savior. The protector he wasn't the, yeah. He of, wasn't the villain.
1: Yeah. Cause she was trans and, and, there the child. To, and there
0: has to be something to these images of men in black. She's transferring between, she's trans, she transitions between seeing him on the porch coming to stab her in the guts, um, to thinking that it's, it's Akacheta coming, but he's coming to like warn her.
1: And when she's on the table. She's, you know, and they're looking at at her little, you know, her graphic pad and they're like, she's communicating with someone. She's talking to him. Yeah. And he's out in the, out yeah. in the park. Yeah. And then that whole, uh, that whole part at the end where, you know, she's running to her, save her child. And he's running to, to bring, you know, to bring her to the, uh, uh, the, the door mm-hmm. and he turns back and he looks, and he's going to go save her. You know? The
0: show does that better than no. anything else. And unfortunately for me, I want more of that than I say than say, you know, storylines that kind of go off the cliff. You know, pardon the pun. Yeah. That, you know, went off but the like, cliff. A different like way. that
1: episode, that one episode yeah. where it was, you know, it was
0: brilliant. I am not saying that this show is the walking dead and that was the grove. I'm not saying that. No, not at all. Not I'm at all. I'm saying that no. this was a great this is a great, I mean, I love Crichton's original one. I, you, we should just go back and watch the one with Yul Brynner because it takes the, what we're playing out across these seasons and does it quickly. Like people come to the park, it's 1973, they get to be their worst, and then these, these robots, their faces pop off and they start going rogue and killing people for realsies. So um, they get it done in the, in, the, in the one movie, I think, fairly well. It, it kind of stands up, honestly. I mean, I haven't—I say that boldly. I haven't seen it. since 1973. But for what they had to do at the time, I remember that movie kind of being like, damn, you know? And then Star Wars came out and everybody forgot about it. But um, I don't know. I feel like there's, there's there's really good richness in this. It was surprising to have that episode. It was very surprising.
1: Yeah, it was very surprising. It was out of it was sort of an, an oddity.
0: It was out of left field to have this kind of... And I think
1: it was, you know... One and of for the, us to
0: care about this character, like, literally yeah. in the first four minutes.
1: It was the most touching episode, I think, of the series so far.
0: And it's kind of how we felt about the same way we feel about Maeve's relationships, you know, who she chooses to love. She loves Clementine, she loves Hector, she loves her daughter... You know, and then we find out that she's got this great protector, that she's so inspired this. I don't know that he loves her. Maybe he loves her after he lost his woman, that he fell for her. He needed to protect her or just that they were awakened because they shared that bond of being awakened because they're he's running around in the park after all of these years being wide awake. You know? Yeah. So.
1: Well, like, his whole thing was to protect the child.
0: Right. Because, you know, family and the whole nine. And he hasn't... No one's tinkered with his brain.
1: Yeah, that was the trip. It was like... He had he had not been killed for over or, or ten years.
0: Right. So it's like he has this, this kindred ship with yeah. his fellow, which is the Maeve character. And, you know, they have a special bond that maybe none of the other hosts even have. And it's going to be interesting to see... What I want to see is we think this is like Bernard versus um, Dolores and what Dolores has become because uh, she's even transcended what Wyatt is. She's she's like a people killer now. She's a psycho killer. Yeah. What's going It's, her, it's so her story. Is it going to be Maeve comes up out of the ether because Felix and Sylvester finds a way to ferret them out of the park? Um, is Maeve going to come in to save the day, save the children, talk sense to Dolores and go, dude, because she has shown us that, yeah, that she can change. She was like, I'm going to shut this whole Dropbox Eden down. And then she turns around and like gives Teddy his, you know, (laughs) the poor Labrador, Labrador retriever that is Teddy. Like you can go run in the fields, boy.
1: Yeah, that was the thing that was I saw I I thought was quite interesting is that the differences between Dolores and Maeve. Maeve wanted to free the That's people, right. and Dolores just wanted to destroy this thing.
0: But I don't think that they come. They I think they have it's this it's two different means with the same kind of um, conclusion, ultimate, ultimate goal ends? in a way because they're both about preventing suffering.
1: Yeah. Well, right? Dolores wants to destroy the, the the human world.
0: Right. But it's like MLK versus Malcolm X, right? So you have this kind of like, you know, we want to set people free. And Malcolm was like, fuck them motherfuckers. Let's go to fucking war. You know, we can sit here and ask for it or we can take it. And then, you know. Where we kind of depart from that scenario is that Dolores just wants to commit genocide on either side of this between the host and the humans. But I think she does change her mind at the end. I think she does see that the hosts do deserve a shot.
1: Yeah, and then she, move, she moves them somewhere. She's just going to
0: save her murdery mind for people so and those that get in her way. And then she, in all fairness, gives her ch- herself a shot at having a nemesis. So maybe she doesn't just to get, to, get to roll into the mainland, the main world, and just go like terminator on everybody she's like well at least i can slow my roll by having you here and i challenge you to a good death kind of thing i don't hate it i don't hate the concept at all no okay that's it that's it Westworld. i don't know how you guys felt about it please weigh in um and tell us what you thought we have a, a face up we have a face we have an instagram page now You've fought against it for so long. We only have one post <laughs> up. You can see the bottom part of your face and our dog's face. Oh, is that the post on Instagram? Yeah, we just have one post up. I'll I'll be feeding it as we go along. But uh, please uh, check us out on Twitter. We're Ashland Podcast on Twitter. We're Ashland Podcast on Facebook. If anybody's still going there these days. Um, yeah, please find the podcast on iTunes and on Stitcher and wherever you enjoy your podcast directly from com, you can play it out of there directly right off of libsyn so uh, come and join us and tell us what you think about season 2 Westwood West World or Westwood. Westwood 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 what would that be like Westwood the the series just a bunch of people like going to the farmers market and bitching about like how their kale smoothie isn't a
1: bunch isn't, of UCLA students running around eating ice cream cookies
0: gotcha Everybody's on a bird. Yeah. There's a bird army and a lime army and the lime and the bird army clash in the middle of the farmer's market. Boom. Westwood. That's the pilot. Um, So Westworld season two. Tell us what you think. Yeah. Uh, We'll be back very soon with something that we are totally into and immersed uh, in a lot of stuff that we're watching. We don't know. We I can't even promise. I do know that we have a very funny story to tell you about The Handmaid's Tale. Well, that we one's wrapping up soon.
1: A couple more episodes uh, left.
0: Yeah, we uh, we kind of uh, did a thing. But we, I want to save that for when we actually do The Handmaid's Tale podcast. To uh, I want to tell that on myself. I don't mind telling that on myself because that's something I own and it's hilarious. Have a wonderful week. Be good to yourself. Get off of social media if you're getting stressed out. You're not fixing the problem by yelling and screaming in the street. Um, Be good to yourself. Take a bath. Take a walk. Pet a dog. Pet a kitty. Pet something furry. That's your business. Have some sex. Don't have sex. Read a book. Look at the sky. It's going to be okay, guys.